0: Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. So, Parsh's Kitisa is, you know, the main the main show, the main story in Parsis Kitisa is uh, the Igolazov. The Igolazov. So, Igolazov as, you know, obviously brings with itself just a lot of questions in general how did this happen? How could it be, etc. I, I actually don't want to talk about that today. Now, what I want to talk about today is Arun, Because Aron plays a very, very critical, central role in this story. Um and I'm gonna stop with the introductions and we're just gonna read. It. Um so he plays a very critical role in the story. And I want I want us to spend a little more time, maybe I don't know, more than usual, but I want us to spend some significant time looking at how at Aaron's actions and the things that he says, um and how the Torah describes him and what ha- happens as a result, etc. Um, and I want, before we see any Mepharshim, just kind of like put out there what, what, the, what goes on in this story. So, th- so if you take a look back in source number one, source number one takes us back to Parshim Mishpatim, which is when Moshe goes up on the mountain. By the way, a whole separate conversation. Yoshua goes up also for 40 days, and he's not down there. He hangs out somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. for the entire time. Um, we know that because when Moshe comes down, and he's like, hey, there's something going on down there, Moshe Moshe's like, yeah, I'll tell you what's going on down there. Uh, and Moshe Mo- doesn't know, and he's not present for the everything It's a separate thing, which is interesting. But anyway, <laughs> Moshe goes up. Stay here until I come back. By the way, he doesn't tell them when he's coming back. You have Aaron, you have Chur, who's Chur? Chur is Miriam's son. Who also has some level of um, some level of you know leadership. Um Mi Badvari, Migash Alehem. So if you have any trouble, any issues that come up while well, I'm not around, go to Aaron and go to Khur. Is this the first time we've seen Hur's name? I don't um, I no. do uh, is also mentioned. He's also the one who holds when, when Moshe when they fight a Malik, so the two people who hold Moshe's hands up are Yoshua and Hur. Oh, okay. so Chur is there also for that, Um, yeah. But we don't see Chur a lot. We don't see Chur a lot. He's Miriam's son, and we don't know a lot about him. But we know that he's a leadership person enough that when Moshe Rabbeinu goes out of town, he leaves Aaron and Chur in charge. So he leaves, and the mountain now covers the 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 cloud covers the mountain. Fine. Fast. That's the last we hear of it. We then we talk about. The Mishkan, etc. And now all of a sudden the Torah brings us back into the conversation. And says the Torah is false. I'll pass a sheet over. Um, And uh, it says it's false. The people saw that Moshe was delayed in coming down. But why did they delay? What did they mess up? Fine. Quickly, get up and make us a... Translate that word. That's one translation. Elohim can also mean an idol. An idol. a leader. A, an Elohim can be a judge. Hmm. Okay, a leader, a judge. We talk about um, that. You know, if I got, they talk about judges in the Torah. It says they, they should go to the Elohim. It doesn't mean to Hashem. It means to the judge. Okay, so that's going to be a critical question here, right? Kuma se'lan Elohim. I which will walk in front of us. Because Moshe, this guy, Moshe, who brought us out of Mitzrayim, we don't know where he is. So what do we need you to do? Make for us... A replacement leader. Sounds like it. Okay, sounds like it, maybe. We need some replacement for Moshe. Moshe's gone. Please make for us something else. And we call that thing an Elohim. Okay. So what does Aaron do? What would you say if you were Aaron, before reading what Aaron says, what would you say if you were Aaron? You like a
1: little wouldn't say anything. You just do this.
0: Right? A little, a, little, a little patience, Hebra. Right? We can wait for and – and would you agree to uh, say lanu Elohim? No, no. Why not? Because we don't do that not in this religion. We don't do that in this religion. Uh, Aaron could have said, Hebra. We don't, we, don't, we don't do that here. But they did get the Esarat Hadzibrov yet. They did get the Esarat so This is the Seratim that we've given already. They met God already in Harsinai. Okay. They got the Esarat Yeah. And now we are around 40 days since then. Right? It's a good. thing you okay. for bringing us back. That's yeah. where we are historically, right? Okay. right. We got Harsinai. Yeah, it's, it's been about 40 days. Moshe's learning about the Mishkan. And then and now we are. No, good. Thank you. Right. But just take us through the. So, I'm assuming we're going in order, right? Harsina Yisrael, thank you. Vishpatim, trumatitzave, Moshe's learning things on the mountain. And now this this story happens. Okay? So you would say, guys, we we don't do that. Right? We don't we don't make forms, formations, uh, if it's a if it's a they god, idols. Right. We don't we don't do that, right? That's not what we do. Okay. I mean if they're asking for a new leader, they're not asking for an idol, what would you say also? Aaron. Or not also. And what Aaron would you say? Forward. Right. What? Both. Aaron and were. Okay. Ha- I'm here. right? I'm right. here for you guys. I- I- I'm your leader right now. Right now, I'm your leader. Moshe put us in charge. And I'm here. I- I'm happy to help. What would you like? I'm happy to help you. I'm your, I'm your leader. Okay. And, st- and what does Aaron say? Neither of those things. Aaron says, I'll tell you what to do. Go home. Tell your wife to give you her jewelry Her jewelry to take it off of her neck and off of her ears and off her to hand you her jewelry and go to your daughters and that, that'd be maybe an even harder job, All right? Ask her to give you her jewelry, go to your sons and ask them to give you their jewelry and bring it to us. Okay, fine. Vice Mar- cool.. <laughs> what do they do? They do it right away. No problem. Here you go. Right, they hand all their, they hand their jewelry to boz ne'hem if I have you, By the way, what actually happens? Who, who, who responded there? The men. Okay. You could say that. Right, did, did they go home? So it could be they went home to their wives and their wives said yes. Or it could be they said, no, I'm going to, go to my, I have to go to my wife, my wife and my daughter and my, and my son. I'll give you mine. Right, that could be. That's some. some of the majority didn't pick that up. Right, that the women didn't were not involved in the of This is they the, men so much jewelry, the men themselves. the men that time. I mean, apparently, apparently, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of their little Magen David yeah. <laughs> necklaces. You know, <laughs> they're all smarted. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, apparently, men had men had jewelry also. Um Adam, so he takes it from their hands. He puts it in the fire or whatever. And, and it, he, he made it into a calf. Or into some type of image. What did they say? This is, your hello, hello him. Your God. this is your God, Israel. Who took you out of Egypt? Who said that? It's, a, it's plural, so it sounds like the people. The people said it. So the people said, "This is your God, Israel." Who they talking to? The rest of B'nai Israel. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting question. We have to see, right? Who, who's talking here? The, what should they say? Our Elo Elo, he knew Israel. She had a lot of new Americans in time, Right? That's what they should say. That's we're going to see some pick up on that also. Okay. But I'm getting nervous because there's so many questions here. We're gonna it's like, well, we'll do it all in one, on one setting, don't worry. Well, we won't go late. Vayar Aaron, Vayivin, so Vayar Aaron, Aaron saw, and he built an altar, Lifanov. In front of him? In front of him, in front of, him in front of them? No, in front of Lifanov so, is singular, in front of the Egel, maybe in front of himself, maybe in front of the Egel. Hashem Machar and Aaron says there will be a celebration for Hashem when tomorrow tomorrow okay and they got up nice and early the next day vayashkimu Vayashkim always is with like. Ready to go. They got up with excitement the next morning. They get up to eat and drink, and they start to be mitzachek. The, the refreshment point out mitzachek always means some type of like, inappropriate relationships going on. Always, that's the language that Aisha's Potiphar says about Yosef when she says to her, her husband, You brought this, uh, this every here oh, mitzachek be. Yeah, right? Totally. So it always improves some type of illicit relationship. Right? So they're involved in... Uh, Avodazara, oftentimes, right, was an excuse for those to, that type of practice. That was always so what going late to get the Asarza nervous but they got up early for the ego. Good point. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, Shkimu, they got up early. Right? Okay. So <laughs> let's pause for a second. If I ask you how Aaron fares in this... this sequence, what would you say? It almost sounds like he instantly like, what was that response of, like, give me your goals, which then led to all this? All this. Because he could have said, no. No. Or no. no. Sometimes people need to hear, no, actually, we don't do that. Sorry, we're not going to do that. It's hard. No is very difficult, right? No is very difficult. But, but sometimes you say no. As the leader, you say no. As the parent, you say no. Right? In a certain position of leadership, sometimes the answer is, actually, we're not going to do that. And that makes people upset. And that's your job sometimes, right? So why didn't Aaron say no? And not only did he not say no, but he Assisted. seems to assist. Nuns even to a cities gives them the instructions. And then he's the one who builds the Mizbeach. And calls it a, a, a he says, Chag Hashem Machar, right? But they're definitely if we just read the story parts of it seem very, very troubling in terms of what Aaron does here. Yes? Okay, you're looking at me like that. Uh, okay. Wondering how he's going to get out of I don't know if we're going to get out of it. Let's see. Well, good. So, let's, so let's, that's, that's A. Just Before we go on, is there anything about the story, though, that could, that could be an opening to somehow make Aro not look yeah. so bad yet? We're going to see more in a I second. Mean, but. I, I, I read it as um, definitely not standing firm and trying to like – stop this in its tracks, but the kinds of things that he says seem to all be stalling. Like trying to delay what's happening here because he probably thinks, I was just coming back in like 12 hours. All I need is 12 hours. If I say no right now, they're just going to kill me and it's going to be chaos. Okay. So let me stall. Stall. Go home. What makes you think this is a stalling tactic? And go get the jewelry. Okay, go into your wives. Yes. Go have those so conversations. That. Good luck. The, the, right. the building something, constructing, that takes time. Okay. Saying that the celebration is tomorrow, not right away, okay. that takes time. Fine. So and how's that's it go hard. for him in the end? Pretty bad. Not so good. Right, but <laughs> yeah. maybe at least, right, So okay. So maybe Gargi, there was a stall tactic. We're going to see some <laughs> Michazal. that bad, because Hashem didn't say you're not worthy of being. Uh, okay, so that's going to be a big part of this, so, right? Yeah. If if what Aaron did is as bad as it looks, right. we're going to see what happens to the people who are involved in Michazal in a second. Mm-hmm. So if, I, if what Aaron did is as bad as it seems, there's a problem in terms of what awesome. does or doesn't happen to him, right? So let's keep going. Is he but testing him? I mean, I feel like any time something like this happens... <laughs> it was just a it test! Just like kidding! There was, like, bad instructions given, and the leader is not held accountable. It's because there was some sort of testing. Okay. Like can you that. think of an example? <laughs> like, Can you think of another example like that? I'm actually interested. Is there another example of a time when a leader sends the people to do something, like, totally... Yeah, the Meraglin. ...wrong? Because the Meraglin was not what they wanted. That's and what the people wanted. ...to, like, just get them to... So, you know, the fact that Moshe sent about. the Miraglam. They were having a heart attack about the land. They heard rumors, right? right. So he, he had no, there was never an intention right. to send the, the, the spies. He just did it to get them to calm down.
1: But the spies...
0: They should have had, they should have had, they should have had Amunah. Moshe should have said no. Moshe should have said no there. Moshe should have given them. Okay, okay. That's actually a really interesting point. I like that point a lot. I mean, that's another example where leadership should have said, this is the wrong move, guys. Let's pop not pop. do this. Right. It's actually very interesting because Moshe talks about, he actually talks about both of these stories in safer Devar. And he tells them differently. Each story is told a little different. And we're going to actually quote one of the lines in there hmm. in a minute. Um, that's a really interesting point. Let's, let's hold that for a minute. Um, that's another example. I mean, but there, Moshe's not testing them. Moshe doesn't get held accountable for sending the spies, but the spies are held accountable. Right? And the, and the people are held accountable for their response. But you're, it's a, good, not but it's a good point. Why doesn't Moshe... Why doesn't motion that case say to them, this is wrong? And asking for a king, it was the same thing. It was Bani Yisrael demanding something that Hashem never... That Shmuel allows. So Shmuel says, it's a bad idea, but I'm going to let you do it. Right. Right. Shmuel actually there tells him it's a bad idea. He says, you're wrong. Shmuel says you shouldn't do it. But the problem for Shmuel is that it's in the Torah. So it's a little harder for Shmuel. But that's it's also very good. Those are two very interesting points. And Times when leadership <laughs> maybe should have said, absolutely not. But, there's a, but there, by the way, there's also a negative. To say absolutely not. When you're, when leadership says absolutely not, there can be a negative response there also. That isn't that can be negative for the community also, right? Negative for the club when the when the leader refuses to be flexible at all, it's also not always so good. So but it's a, it's a very that's a very interesting point. I, I like that a lot. Okay, so let's see. Let's keep going. Um Right Shall Moshalik reading the next paragraph. This whole, this whole part of the story is where Moshe and Hashem go back and forth, and they and Hashem basically Moshe staves off destruction from Israel. Okay, so we're not gonna talk about that now, but that's what he does. Then Moshe gets closer. He sees what's happening, can't believe it, and he smashes the Luchos on the bottom of the mountain. He, he, be, he melts it and, 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 and makes it into like powder. It's actually fascinating. He, he puts it in the water and he makes them drink it like mm-hmm. the sotah water. right? It's fascinating like imagery there. Um, here we go. What did they do to you? What's going on here? Look what he says, because you brought on it a big mistake. Hevesa I love. I mean, who, who's Hevesa? Who's, who brought on whom? Aaron brought. look what he says to him, What did you do? Right, First, says, what did they do to you? But he says, look what you did to them. Vayomer Aaron, Adoni. Don't be upset. You, you know these people. Which, by the way, typically... But typically, how do we like that response, typically? It's not me. It was them. How, do how does Hashem usually respond to that answer? I'll give you another person who answers that way. Sh- Shmuel comes to Shaul. When Shaul doesn't kill all of Amalek. And what does he say to Shaul? What's with the, the sheep and the, and the goats? And the, I thought you should kill everybody. And Agag... And he says... It wasn't me. The people had Rahmanis on them, and God says, "I'm done with you. Right, you drop. You're, you're passing the buck, right? It's very interesting. Aaron seems to do that, right? It's not me. It was them. He quotes them exactly. It's exactly what they said, right? And I said to them, Whoever has uh, whoever has uh, gold, take it off.' Vaynuli. And they gave it to me. and I put in the fire. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, 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 an eagle just like jumped out of the fire, right? Is, is this, if, I, if I didn't tell you this, Aaron and Cohen talking, you'd be like, "It was like my teenager." Right. Just say, <laughs> "My bad." Right? It's not very. It's not very. That's right? not the response we'd be looking for, right? Moshe as he sees what happened to them and how they're like, like what happened to them? Such a mess. And he gets up and he says, mila and B'nei Levi come and he says, Let's go. It's, it's actually very scary. He says, You're going to go house to house. You're going to have to kill your own relatives. The people who are involved in this. It's very scary. It right? makes them turn on each other. You're going to act in the name of Hashem, and you're going to kill the people involved in this. They did exactly that. Three thousand people are killed. Okay. By the way, what percentage of Am Yisrael is three thousand people? I was just going to ask you that. Seven? No. <laughs> Six. It's pretty small. Yeah. We're talking two to three, two and a half, three million people, right? Three thousand of them die. Three thousand out of three million is. I'm say one yeah, percent. What what that? Well, it's, it's a, top top of a, a tenth of yes, it's, it's, a t- right. it's one tenth of one percent right? It's a basis point. right right it's one tenth of one percent am I right is that yeah, correct so one tenth that. of one percent <laughs> I, so. okay. I wasn't I'm not turning to any individual to, t- to tell us the answer I, I think right. that's correct right so it's actually pretty small it's three thousand people right. which is bad but it is not e- not even one percent of Amistral who are punished for this fine okay um, who doesn't die also who's not killed Aram the head of the tribe of Levi, who are the ones who, right? So we can be really cynical on this one. Right? like, His brother, eh, right? But let's not, but that, but let's presume that's not what's going to happen because Hashem is in charge of what happens here, right? Fine. So There's really such a small number of people that were involved. Albany was perfectly fine and there was a group of rabble-rousers that was 3,000 strong. And I'm saying Aaron gave in to that small group out of so many. It's a good question. And where were the rest? If it was only 3,000 people wanting to do it, why didn't Aaron have more backing? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's a very, 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 a very loud, life, a right? very loud minority, <laughs> very vocal minority here, right? Why isn't everyone else backing them up? So what, what's the probability of that? We see this throughout the stories in the, in the Torah. Is, Israel just goes with... Torah yeah, there's and always like these vocal comment. people and everyone else. And by the way, it's not just in college; So this like happens like all over the place to, to this very day. There's a vocal group who, right? And the, And it's the everyone else kind of like oh, I don't know oh, it's, it's a good point they make a good point I don't, know. I don't know maybe so they step back they sit back and they watch they're not gonna stand up right. no guys don't stay that way to Moshe Rabbeinu don't talk to him that way no you one's, no one's yeah no one's so quick to, I mean, to, plen- to defend to, pen, to defend Moshe they're gonna step back oh great question where did Hur go <laughs> what happened to Hur I am all Hur actually you should know you should know Hur never appears again oh. in the Torah well, uh, Oh, this so something. take a look. Yeah, but why wasn't Aaron killed if, if it was man against man? Like, why would not somebody say, "Oh, Aaron needed this whole thing," and like, would not kill? Him. Why doesn't anyone kill? Arun? Why doesn't Hashem want to kill Aaron? Why isn't Aaron killed for this? If Aaron is the leader of this group that builds the Egal LaZov, why is he not punished? Oh, is he punished? We'll have to see. Okay, good. Okay, so why does it? You know, why doesn't Aaron die? Why don't we see a punishment for own? Is Aaron let off the hook? Does Moshe think what Aaron did is good? No. He tells him, you brought a hevei saleh He still agrees that what Moshe did was, was wrong. Right? Fine. We have 15 minutes to figure this all out. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our best. Look at Rashi. Rashi brings, uh, Rashi brings an approach, and there's a lot of Rashi's here. He brings an approach uh, very similar to what Bina pointed out before. What does Rashi say? He, he basically plays out the whole story. By the way, if you wanted the best, most, not best, simple pshat explanation, right? The simplest, like, bare bones, just explain to you, get rid of the midrashim, just explaining to the answer, who would you go to on this? Who's our friend in, in pshat, usually? Rashbam, okay? Rashbam says nothing. about Aaron. Rashbam's Rashi's... Rashi's grandson. Good. Yes, very good. Then Rashbam is when he says, like, I'll give you just a simple explanation. He does not speak. At all about Aaron's involvement. He says nothing about it, which is fascinating. Okay. But look what Rashi says. Right? Cause, maybe because his grandfather took care of it. Mm-hmm. So look what Rashi says. Rashi says, Why do you say go get your wife's jewelry? Aaron said in his heart, They're not going to give it up. Maybe they're going to not allow them to. Go, go home and have a conversation with your, with your family about giving up all their devices. All right, today you say, go home and tell your daughters to give them, to give them your iPhone. Good luck. Right? Good, good chance you're going to get those from them to give it away. Right? So, in, in, in the course of course, the conversation, it's not going to go anywhere. Right? Next, Why how did, it become a, how did it become a? an egel? Ege? Because the Erev Who's the Erev Rav? The Erev Rav is the Egyptians who came along with the Jews, who like pseudo-converted. But then we find the Erev Rav all the time that they're like, the, we, Chazal oftentimes, make them into the instigators. A lot of these things, right? They're not like such, so, you know, Interested in, in Lashem Shemayim, but they came out because they want to stay in Egypt because Egypt was uh, far fallen. Egypt got destroyed. So they come along with the Jews and they instigate a lot. So it says Rashi, ah, that's who happened. The magicians of the era of Rav, they, they used their magic. Okay? That's one option. Uh, he tok, to Binyan, When Moshe said it was time to come for Yosef to come out, Yosef is a, is compared to a shore, right? So he says Alei Shur, and that's how the bones of Yosef came up from, from the Nile. So he took that same thing and used that, and threw that in, in, the, in the in the in the fire, and it turned into a fine. some some magic. Fine, but who didn't make it? Aaron. Aaron. Right. Viyotza. Right? It just came out. Another thing Rashi points out. Why did it say Ela Elo Hecha Yisrael? Who was it? It was mainly the Erev Rav. And they're the ones who made it. And then they convinced the Jews to follow them. That's why I say, this is your God, Israel. Why? Because they're not really Jews. Right? And they're the ones who are kind of instigating the whole thing. So what happens when Aaron sees what's happening? Source number six: Vayar Aaron. The passage is actually very funny. Aaron sees, and then he builds a mizbeach. What did Aaron see? Shaya and he had some type of like ruach kodesh. He saw that the Yitzhahara was, was in, in in charge here, and there was no stopping them. Basically, he saw he could not stop the train. The train had left the station. This was not going to be stopped. If he says no. It's not going to work. Okay, that's not necessarily a medrash. That's, all, that's almost like what you see here. He feels like he can't stop it. So what does he do? He builds a Mizbeach. Why? Says Rashi. Lid the Chosam. To delay them. And who builds a Mizbeach? Aaron himself. Takes a lot longer for one person to build it. We're going to see. A lot longer for him to build it himself. Right? Vayom will be a chag tomorrow. Says Rashi. Not today. Shem Moshe. Kodem sheyav Maybe they'll, Maybe they'll come in time. Right? Zayupshuto umidrasho. What's the medrash? What did he see? Vayar Aaron Khur ben Achosu, Khur his nephew. Shai mochicham that the medrash says what happened. That Khur did say no, and what happened? Vaharguhu and they killed him. Vazev vayiven mizbeach lefanav vayiven mizboach mizboach lefanav. He built it from the from the, the one who was sacrificed, right? So he builds the mizbeach. Because he doesn't want to be killed like Chor was killed. Does it mean, by the way, that he felt that he didn't want to die? By the way, the fact that he doesn't want to die, th- should that matter? No. Why? This is one of the things... Uh, you have to die rather than do the Vodazar. But maybe, but, but look what he says next. V-od-ra. And what else did he see? He also sees... Better I should take the fall and not them. Right? Meaning better that if they kill me, that's it, then go rampant, and it's over. Let me be involved. And I'll, like, take some of the responsibility here. Very d- difficult. Is what we call it maybe, like, it's a concept in Chazal known as Avera Sometimes you do an Aveira, shem Shemayim. It's very difficult. Like, the, when does that happen? How do you do that? Is that ever allowed? You know, uh, Rabbi Shevkin talks a lot about these, uh, Aveira, it's like his, a lot of his writings, right, about sinning, etc. How does that work? But... Um, he said, if, "If they build it, Zemi Vitsurah, Zemi everyone's going to go running around and going to build really fast." So basically, what Rashi does is he takes the, the approach, which is Aaron was delaying. Did it work according to Rashi? How do you explain this now, according to Rashi? Is it still a mistake? I mean, how was, it still has a terrible outcome. So still a terrible not, outcome. I mean, it didn't work. Right. Does it explain why Arun is not killed? Yeah. Why? Because it wasn't necessarily a mistake, even if the outcome was bad. He was trying to shoulder yeah. some of the blame. He was stuck. He was I stuck. Rock in a hard place, literally. He didn't know what else to do. And if he just lets them kill him, which he could have done. Say Shema Yisrael, let them kill you. And that's the end. But, but how's that going to work for Kla Yisrael going forward? And this is also consistent with the shot of what he says to Moshe, where he says, like, come on, you know these people. Like, what were you expecting? As if, like, they were so ready to do something like this, regardless of what action he would have I, There was been. nothing I could have done, basically he's saying. He's basically saying, not shifting blame to the people. He is, but he's not. What he's saying is, it was impossible. There was nothing to do. I had to make a split-second decision. And if I decided to, to stand up, they had already murdered Hur. Assuming that the Medrash, so that Medrash, right? That they, or even if I like, even if they didn't murder Hur, he saw it in their eyes. He saw what he was dealing with. So he knew his life was on the line. So if they're going to kill me, now what's going to happen? By the way, uh, whatever. So, so he saw that, in, in, he saw it in their eyes and decided to take this move. Was he interested in Nebuchadnezzar? Of course not. He's trying the whole time to delay them, but it's only so long he can push it off. But by going along with it, to a certain extent, he hopes to delay it. It didn't work. It didn't work. But that's maybe why he's not held totally accountable because he, he was trying to prevent it the whole time. Well, it makes me question like how Moshe had such control over everyone and um, could it make It doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Well, to, well, think about their personalities. Who's Moshe and who's Aaron? I mean, but they're brothers, and Arun, like supposedly Moshe was, you know, a lot of times speaking through Aaron because he was afraid to speak. So if Aaron was his nephews, yeah, but Aaron, we know about Moshe and Moshe Beni was a is a fiery personality. Actually, how, how does it end for Moshe? Mm-hmm. Moshe it ends for him when he loses his temper mm-hmm. at, the, at the at the and the he lost. hits the rock. Mm-hmm. Right? Moshe is not like this like. Um, we, don't, um, we don't know what his person is exactly, but he, he's, a, the, 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 there's a beautiful medrash, we're talking about the, the Pharisees, a beautiful story, right about, I don't have time for the whole thing, but basically that Moshe Ben was actually like, they come to find out, how, how's, how, you know, who, who this person is, and, they, and some king comes, who can read faces, and they come, and they see that he really is, like a fiery person, he has a temper, et cetera, but somehow he's a tzaddik, and he basically says to the, says to the, to the guy, like, it's true, I, I am all those things, mm-hmm. but I've learned to control myself, but, he, but basically Moshe was like a very powerful you know, fiery, you know, no-nonsense no type of leader. And Aaron is the, oh, hey shalom, v'roh, Dave shalom. Everyone loves him. That's when, when Moshe dies. You know, they say people were sad, when Aaron dies. They're like, oh, they're Satter, sadder, right? Because Aaron's with the people much more, but that being that flexible with the people type of person works out great when you're the second in command. It mm-hmm. doesn't go as great when, you're the, when you need to step up and you need to say, not going to happen, right? And that's where it, it doesn't go well for Aaron, right? And he, and he loses them. Um, but look, so look at what Ibn Ezra says source number 7 Ibn Ezra writes he says it can't be he, say. he says he has a lot to say so we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll summarize I'll show you a couple of lines what he says source number 7 where it's underlined if it was he says, basically he says this wasn't of Zarah because if it was why was Aaron afraid to die Valo mesu kama we have a, we have a rule in the Judaism. If someone asks you to do a v'odzar, what do you do? You give up your life and you die. And Aaron was not above that. He could have done the same thing, right? So he says it must be. It was not a v'odzar. So look where he goes. Uh, and, and rather, what were they trying to do? They're trying to connect. Look what it says in bold, where it's bolded. Just before that, so I'll explain to you a little bit. He says, Khalila Khalila That's what it stands for. He didn't do a they, they, they just saw that Moshe died. Back to, and continued with its bolded. Right? If you want to, it's not to walk in front of you. We need a Right, they were doing it out of an interest to connect to Hashem. Al Meaning this whole thing was not I mean, Rashi's assuming right this is a varuzara, and Aaron like gets forced into it to make it less bad. Yibanezra says the whole thing isn't as bad as you think it is. Right? It wasn't really a varuzara, it was a mistake. It was a mistake Lashem Shemaim. They needed leadership. Right? And keep on going, but it's bolded further down. Right? There's amongst us, these difficult people. Some thought. That was a few people. But it really wasn't about that. And the Latin, next, oh, oh, right? Who, who are the three thousand people? He says those are the people who thought it was Avodah Zarah, but everyone else was just like scrambling, right? They just they don't they don't feel they have right. This is a whole different question: how they came to this mistake, right? But many explain because they didn't have the the faculty to feel that they could connect to Hashem by themselves. They don't know how to do that. This just used to be led. And if Moshe is gun is very connected to whatever, whatever Sacks said last week, right? We said it not last week, but we read it last week. They felt they need like this, this charismatic leader, right? Who's going to do everything for them. So they need to fill that void right away. They freak out, right? And so Aaron sees that it's not a vote of Zahra, And so he allows them, he helps them do it. It was wrong, but it wasn't that level wrong. And maybe that also explains part of why he's not punished so severely. Because it was meant to be l'shem shemaim, it was the wrong thing to do. But put it to put the two together, you again you've mitigated the aver. We're not making it okay, by the way. We're just m- making it less horrible. That's the other Even Ezra says, "The chizkuni says something different." So I'm right. The chizkuni says, <clears throat> "What's Perish Elo-ke- Elohim? What's Elohim shofet vidayan Umanhig. Right? That's not a, It's not a god looking for a leader." Right? It's bizarre to ask for a gold cow to be your leader yeah. it's a little weird right? but that's what they were looking for but, but script down where it says where the, there's the bet there what was Aaron doing? he was doing it what could he have said? If we said this what should he have said? we'll make a new leader Don't, no problem we'll make a new leader what? but why can't he do that? What's gonna happen? I'll set someone else up as a leader, and then Moshe comes back. That's awkward, right? Right? They're gonna take sides. I'm with this one. I'm with that one. Right? The different. I'm with this Rebbe. You're with that Rebbe. We're gonna fight with each other, right? And I don't, If I don't set somebody up, they'll elect their own leader. Korach will step right in. I'll have no problem, right? Right? v'im And I'll say I'll do it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? My brother shows up. It's going to be so uncomfortable. Right? No, let's let's make a committee. Right? Let's sit. There. We'll meet next week. Right? And by the time we're done having the whole conversation, he's going to come back already. Right? And that's why he says go get the gold. He meant it to take a long time. Right? Similar similar argument. Fine, but all these expl- all these explanations assume that Aaron's not punished. Why? Because he was all like delay tactic, or wasn't really a vodazara. He was stuck between a rock and a hard place. It was a really, really, really difficult place for him. And therefore, what he does isn't great. But he's not the obvious vodazara. He doesn't get killed. But there's a one really inter- really important shot, which I didn't think of until I saw it quoted recently. Is source number nine and source number ten? Source number nine is a pasuk from Parshas Akif. Moshe tells the story again. And in that story, he says as his After the gil azov, Hashem was so angry, he wanted to, la-shmido, to destroy him. him. Hashem wanted to kill Aaron. He says, and I for him. He so said, Hashem wanted to kill him. Like he wanted to kill all of you. And I davened, And Hashem didn't kill him. Look at Rashi. That base is a mistake. He listened to you. He didn't stand up. He should have. So Rashi says it doesn't mean to kill him. But to kill his children. That's what he's going to do. He's going to punish him. It's a in amos. And says Rashi, I also dab in from for Aaron. And it worked only for half. says Rashi. He says Aaron was punished. That was his punishment. That two of his kids died. So according to Rashi, here, it is not that Aaron gets off the hook. It's that Aaron is talking held accountable. He was wrong. And he gets punished. <coughs> punished for it. That Barbanel says, actually, when, when, Moshe Rabbeinu and Ar- when Moshe hits the rock, and what does Hashem say? You're both not going into Eretz Yisroh. Excuse me? Who hit the rock? Aaron hit the, Moshe hit the rock. Aaron didn't hit the rock. Moshe said, nah ha-morim. Should I take the water out from you like, he, like, like I'm in charge? And Hashem says, you can't do that. Don't pretend that's you. Right? And he hits the rock and that's the end. Right? So why does Aaron get punished? So Barbanel says, I'll tell you why. He says, because really Hashem wanted to punish Aaron immediately for the Chet But he waited, because it was, it was such a difficult situation for him. So he waited, and he lets them live all the way, until just before they go into Herod to, Her- to Israel. And he, and he uses the story of the hitting the rock, where Aaron is standing there with Moshe, and he, and he, and he sentences them both, that they're going to die before they enter Herod to Israel. And the Barber says, really, that was for the, for, uh, Moshe was for the rock, Aaron was for Chet Ego. And then he does get punished. But, um, fine. So I'm supposed to like, wrap this up with something like, very meaningful. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything so meaningful. <laughs> Wait, <wasn't, laughs> um, didn't Aaron's sons sin and that's why he yes, killed? Yes, yes, yes. They do sin, they're killed. Yes, correct, correct. You're right. Um, but, the, uh, again, you can accept that this is just Rashi. You know, the, uh, the, the simple shot in reading that passage is he wanted to kill Aaron and I died him for Aaron and he was saved. Right, that Hashem wanted to and, Hashem, and Moshe said, uh, Hashem, come on. That was a difficult spot for him. And he saves him. It's also, also a possibility. But if that's a shot, then that means that he really was building an Egal and he knew what he was doing because then he deserved the Well, well what you could on, say right? is that he, did, that he still – a, a, you could take any, any you know, multi – any combination of these things and put them all together and, uh, and say, look, it was, still, it was bad. It was bad what he did. He didn't step up. Like, he should have stepped up. And he and – and he – he should have suffered the consequences. And some say he did something else. others say he didn't. But we find forever that this comes back over and over and Aaron is, is, is told to go forward and begin working as the, as the uh, Kohen Gadol. So there, Moshe is told to tell Aaron, come close. And there, Rashi says, why do you want to come close? Because he always felt forever that Avera of the Chet Egal in front of his face forever. And then Aaron always felt this like, I'm not worthy for this because of what I did. He forever becomes the person who's mechaper for all of Am He goes into the Kodesh Kaddashim, The whole story. This guy who 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 you know led the charge in a certain sense for, for the Chet Egal for Avot He's going to be the guy who goes into the, Kodesh, the guy, the person, the going into the Kodesh Kadashim. And it's just Aaron kind of lived with this forever. It was always with him. He got off the hook. Other people died. They came to him and said, "Help us." He did help them. They die. he, he, he stays alive. And that Aaron kind of forever lives with this as part of his narrative of his life. He got off. He didn't get off. He sort of gets off. Was it a mistake? Sort of a mistake? Kind of a mistake? How much of a mistake? But, you know, it's not that he gets off scot-free and he doesn't either. You know, that's kind of how it works in life, right? That even people who get off scot-free, if they have some kind of conscience, they don't always get off scot-free. They live with it forever. And that's not so simple either, you know? And it's sort of, I, guess it's a sad, I guess it's a sad story. To be honest, it's a sad story, but it's a very human story. It teaches a lot about parenting and leadership, and you know, uh, and consequences. And it's hard, but I think it's I, I think it's um, it's interesting, and I think it's also I, just in and of itself a great exercise in, in learning learning the parsha, and like seeing how the story itself brings out so many possibilities, right? So many options in terms of what happened to him, but uh, and it also shows you know that even great great people. Make mistakes, and I don't think we look at our own in reflection. But it's true. I don't think we look at our own. I don't think we look at our own, and I don't think we should even after learning this and say, "Oh, not such a great." I don't think we do that. Our own was a tremendous person. We name our children after our own. We 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 look to our own forever as a as a role model. No one's called Chor. No one's <laughs> called Chor. Yeah. No one's whore. called Chor. No one's called No called But oh, by but explaining it. That's why the, the, midrash, the midrash is picking up. Why is, where did Chor go? That's when the midrash says that he was killed. Where's Hor? Horror? Hor's gone. All right, so that's not, the the is not making it up, but it 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 no I th- I think it's I think it just it, it opens our minds to understanding the story I think in a in a maybe a little bit of a different way, and uh, you know people make people make mistakes and they can still have a tremendous legacy. And I think that's an important you know lesson for us to.